0: Oh, Greetings. Today's Advent devotion from First Baptist Athens is offered by Kathy Seegers. Her devotion is based on the story from Luke 2 8 through 20 angels appear to shepherds announcing the birth of a Savior. Hearing this good news, the shepherds hurry to Bethlehem and find the baby lying in a manger. Alan Hester provides the music to begin our devotion, which is followed by the reading of the Scripture from the Voice Translation.
1: but some captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the sun shall come to thee, Israel.
0: Nearby, in the fields outside of Bethlehem, a group of shepherds were guarding their flocks from predators in the darkness of night. Suddenly, a messenger of the Lord stood in front of them, and the darkness was replaced by a glorious light the shining light of God's glory. They were terrified.
1: Don't be afraid. Listen, I bring good news, news of great joy, news that will affect all people everywhere. Today, in the city of David, a liberator has been born for you. He is the promised anointed one, the supreme authority. You will know you have found him when you see a baby wrapped in a blanket, lying in a feeding trough.
0: At that moment, the first heavenly messenger was joined by thousands of other messengers, a vast heavenly choir. They praised God. To the The highest highest heights heights of the universe, glory to God, God.
1: and And on on earth peace among among all people. people, Who bring pleasure to God.
0: As soon as the heavenly messengers disappeared into heaven, the shepherds were buzzing with conversation. Let's rush down to Bethlehem right now. Let's see what's happening. Let's experience what the Lord has told us about. So they ran into town, and eventually they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the feeding trough. And they saw the baby. They spread the story of what they had experienced and what had been said to them about this child. Everyone who heard their story couldn't stop thinking about its meaning. Mary, too, pondered all these events, treasuring each memory in her heart. The shepherds returned to their flocks, praising God for all they had seen and heard, and they glorified God for the way the experience had unfolded
1: just as the heavenly messenger had predicted. I grew up on Cloverhurst Avenue right here in Athens during the 50s and the 60s. Christmas for me was both magical and very predictable. It was pretty much the same every year. There was always a parade through downtown Athens. Some of the stores had mind-boggling light displays. Even Athens' most notable tourist attraction the double-barrel cannon, was adorned with a wreath. No, make that two wreaths, one for each barrel. And, of course, Mr. Jack Martin was on WRFC radio as Santa Claus, reading letters filled with Christmas wish lists from boys and girls all over northeast Georgia. The biblical story was predictable also, basically easy to understand if you overlook the fact that we didn't know what frankincense or myrrh looked like or what they were. We loved the story, hearing it in church, watching it on television, and on Christmas Eve, listening to Daddy read it out loud. But my favorite part leading up to Christmas was playing shepherd. Our Cloverhurst Avenue child population started shortly after Thanksgiving making wardrobe choices for that season's shepherd playing. All we needed were bathrobes, flip-flops, a good bath towel for a headdress, and some kind of cane or cane-looking thing, even if it was an umbrella, in our hands. When we were all ready, we met in our yard. We had a hill on either side of our house that closely resembled the hills on which the authentic shepherds stretched out while guarding their flocks by night. We actually had quite a flock to watch because everyone brought their dog, who with the rest of the neighborhood dogs comprised a very impressive flock of sheep. The only real drawback was we never actually watched our flock by night because everybody had to be home before the streetlights came on. But we did the best with what we had. And the shepherd's story was played out year after year with our ragtag group of Baptist, Methodist, and Presbyterian Five Points children. It was only when I got older that I gave more thought to those shepherds and what their purpose might have been, other than to wander around our neighborhood in a bathrobe with a towel on their head, pretending their cocker spaniel was a sheep. In my Christianity courses at Mercer University. I began to see the shepherds as having a very unique and significant role in the nativity, teaching a very special lesson. I'm sure they expected the Messiah's coming to be quite different than it was. A stable with hay and a manger? Could it be that they, with a blue-collar job in the sheep herding industry, were the first, the very first to know? not some well-known ruler or famous rabbi come on but different though it was from their expectations they were so accepting of this unusual outcome when thousands of heavenly beings appeared out of nowhere on that remote hillside all singing glory to god in the highest the shepherds were immediately able to put their long-standing expectations aside embrace the unexpected change and move towards seeing this miracle Messiah in person as soon as possible. The Bible tells us they hurried to find the baby in a manger. They didn't let life's plans or obligations get in the way of getting to the stable to see the baby. They hurried. They dropped everything and they ran. They hurried. They put their focus not on the lambs that they were hired to watch, but on the ultimate the Savior, the Lamb of God, an unexpected change of plans. Plenty they should do while on the time clock, but still excited they hurried. Are we hurrying this year? Are the things that we think could get in the way of a perfect Christmas, keeping us from hurrying to the manger to see the Savior, the perfect Lamb of God? Or are we embracing the changes we may be facing this holiday season? and keeping our eyes on the goal, hurrying to experience baby Jesus and welcome him into our hearts once again. Would you pray with me, please? Dear God, when things go as we don't expect, help us to embrace whatever unexpected change might come. All the while, counting on Jesus, our Savior, to be with us on the journey. Amen.
0: Rejoice,
1: rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee.